Welcome to the Noble Mother Podcast. This is a podcast for people who want to heal, learn, and grow from powerful stories and experiences shared by sovereign mothers and women. Mothers and women who question when their sovereignty is in danger. Mothers and women who have faced deep grief and loss. Mothers and women who have walked the coals inside themselves to unprogram what they thought and who they could trust to really come home to themselves and their power. These mothers and women fiercely protect their spiritual energy and their family's health and well-being. On the Noble Mother podcast, we will share stories of birth, life, magic, and death. I hope you find healing in the wisdom shared. I'm your host, Victoria Nicholas, and these are the Noble Mothers and Noble Women and their stories. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Noble Mother podcast. This is our traditional birth companion series, and I have the most incredible and powerful mother on today to share the birth of her first daughter, Jahela. This is Sasha Williams, and she's of mixed race, African-American, Italian-born, to get immigrant parents and raised in Toronto. She loves music, traveling, and she also is a she's a strong believer in natural healing using herbs and roots. She's an entrepreneur, and she runs her own residential and commercial painting business, Willie's Contracting. Her hus her husband, Joella, did I get that correctly? Yes. Migrated here from Jamaica in 2019, and they now have their first child, Jahela Amashe Blair, who was born February 7th, 2023. And she's one now. Welcome, Sasha. Hello. Thank you. Mm, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. So, first of all, do you want to tell us the roots, uh, the meaning behind your daughter's beautiful, beautiful name, Jahala? Um, so, my husband, Jawala, his name is Jawala Kimoshe Blair. It's actually Arabic. I'm, his siblings, or they all have Arabic names. And uh, people, some people say Jawala's conceded that he wanted to name his daughter after him. So he was c- trying to come up with things, but he wanted Ja in it, which is the most high. Um, Jamaicans and Rastafarians, they have a most high Ja. And uh, so she, he said, okay, Ja, hail her. You're hailing your Ja. And I'm like, we can't name her Jahail her. Like, that's just no. And he was speaking to his sister. And she said, how about Jahela? It's almost like Jawala mm. close to her. So Jahela. And I said, no, that's it. That's her name. Oh, I got goosebumps. And um, her middle name, Amashe, came from close to Kimoshe, Kimoshe as well. But he, we, we put it to Amashe, which we saw in From Scratch on Netflix. And it's an actually Italian. So that's half of what I am as well. Whoa. But we just switched it to kind of sound like, switched the spelling of her name to sound like his. 
So that's how he came up with Jahela Mashe Blair. Oh, you're mm. never meeting another one. She no. is. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You She's can't a even queen. Yeah, she is. Mm. She really is. She's a special one. Wow. That's so beautiful. So do you want to tell us like when this soul chose you <laughs> and your husband and sort of walk us through your journey there? Yeah, um, it was a surprise. It wasn't planned. <laughs> Well, she planned it. She planned it. She was in the stars like, yeah, I'm coming to you too. Yeah. We went to Jamaica in 2022. So I went to go see a bush doctor. I was just, I'm like I said, I'm into like herbal cleansing and healing. And it's funny because a doctor here said, oh, you have psoriatic arthritis in your whole body. I was having bad joint pain. Okay. And, um, I thought it was from me painting. My wrists were killing me. That right. was like the excessive work of painting. And she's like, no, you have uh, arthritis. And I, she goes, I'm going to put you on all these pills. Uh, but you can't, it, there's the risks of it was you may not be able to have children one day. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not into the the meds. I'm not into prescription. No, I said no. So when we went to Jamaica, we went to go see a herbal so are they, me? so how did, so your husband, obviously, did you go back to his village? Like this is how you yes, knew yes, to yes. find from, this healer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's from Manchester, Mandeville, Jamaica, and he knows him and he's like, no, we're going to him. So we went to him. I already started my journey before that. I already started like cleansing myself to proper diet, um, doing my own herbs, but he said, well, I'll bring him to him and that's going to top it off. So when we went there, he gave me my cleanse and he said, you know, when people come here, you don't be surprised if you're going to have a baby. I'm like, no. Two months later, I got pregnant. He just totally it, cleanses the womb. The it, and that's what it is. Like, it, th- yeah, he oh. cleanses the womb. And you're like, I was, I felt so good after. But I'm so glad it happened that way because I was pure, clean, and just, mm-hmm. it felt so good. Oh. Mm hmm. Wow. So what, what, can you like, tell us a little bit about that ceremony? Like, it's not really a ceremony. Well, it kind of is, but you literally walk in the bush, you walk up a hill to his house. He's a, a probably in his 70 Rasta man. And you automatically feel like humbled. The way this man speaks, the knowledge of herbal medicine, the knowledge of health and, and life. It's just amazing. I would recommend anyone to go to this man. He has healed people from not being able to walk, not being able to conceive or have babies. It is amazing. And do you need to know someone in the local village to lead you like to that pilgrimage to him? Or is it? Yeah, you can. Like we have somebody there that is safe. You wanted to go. We have somebody there that will, will say, okay, here you go and take them there. Okay. And it's honestly, I tell anyone, something's wrong with them, you have to go see Slim. If it's it's worth a flight, it's worth the the knowledge, the, oh, this man is like a godsend. So did he put all the herbs together for you in his home? Like, yeah, okay. yeah. He, you hear him blending it in the back. It's fresh and he comes to you. He, he actually, what the one thing it is too, he asks, asks questions so he knows the root of your problems. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, oh, here, take this. So... I just feel like that was just the beginning of this. I didn't um, even know it at the time. Right, right. This <laughs> magical descent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And so yeah. do you, do you drink it as a tea or how does he prepare it's it? It's like a, it's a, it's in a bottle, which is no, it's a, it's just a shot. Like, so you would yeah. take an ounce or like a little shot every morning and the night. Wow. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Well, Sasha, in the show notes, I might put your email then if there are people feeling called to kind of For work sure. with that healer, I'm going to, I'm going to put For that sure. in there. Sure. So he, 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 you walk that journey and which mm-hmm. is so cool in your husband's village. And then what happens two months later, you, she's I, in your womb. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh my, and, but it is what it is. Like we're going to, she was made out of love and this is our next journey, which is my father's mother. She was sick at the time. And her due date was on her birthday. And I was like, I called her. I said, Nana, she was in a hospice at the time. I said, I'm pregnant and she's due on your birthday. She's like, okay, you call me and let me know. So then pregnancy goes along. Easy pregnancy. Easy, easy. I had no You painted? Like you were doing... I painted up until probably eight... So, no, so, sorry, probably about seven months, but I, I hadn't, so I paint with my mother and my sister. Okay. And they're like, you're not getting on the ladder. You're not doing this. We're doing this. We're doing that. So I, I was just there. <laughs> they were doing all the hard work, but I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to stop moving. I didn't want to get just inside all the time. Yeah. So I was working up until I could. And, um, I had no belly. Everyone was like, you're pregnant. I said, yeah, you know, you're not. Where's the belly? Your baby's in your back. This and that. Really? Yeah. Wow. She's such a mystery, eh? Yeah. And um, so we, one thing that I was going back and forth of this whole testing, like, do I want to go to do an ultrasound? Do I not? Mm -hmm. I was, I'm already against this whole medical system. So from I can't even tell you, probably way over 10 years ago, I always said to myself, I'm having a home birth. I'm having a home birth and that's it. There's no ifs, ands, buts, or maybes, nothing. And so I went to a walk-in to get blood work done just to see my levels. And they're like, no, you can't do this. You have to go to a family doctor. You need it. And I said, whatever. So my family doctor was kind of against me doing a home birth. She's like, oh, you need an OBGYN. How far along are you at this point? Probably. Okay. So I went into, I went into a walk-in to do the test probably like a week after I missed my period. Not even. Oh, okay. Okay. And then that's when I found out I was pregnant. I did the pregnancy test at home. Yeah. But then I went to confirm um, at a walk-in. And then I said, I don't want, I don't need a OBGYN. I said, I'm doing it at home anyways. I don't need one. And they're like, well, for the testings, you're going to have to get it. Isn't that wild? Like we pay taxes and we can't even go into a walk-in and say, hey, this is what we'd like. Please. It's crazy. It's criminal, actually. So you need need to go to somebody who who has a hierarchy in which I know will then get their claws on you to control the outcomes we want. We can't just get, we can't just get, draw your blood and give you the information you want so you can be a sovereign being. And, and the way that Ours. your blood, not, their, not like, theirs, your blood, yeah. yours. It's, it's wild. It's, actually, it's sick to me. I know. So um, we went to the, my family doctor and 
No, I don't even think I went to my family doctor that early. I just you did just the blood sort test. of yeah, let it go. Like, and then we said, do we wanted to do the NIPT test to see the gender? Mm. Then I was going back and forth about that because they did an ultrasound and I didn't want to do ultrasounds. I ended up doing it, and the the lady was getting not frustrated. She was a very nice lady, but she said the baby keeps on hiding. And in my head, I said, because this little girl doesn't want this ultrasound either. What am I doing? Why did I do this? Oh, well, that's powerful. I have to just sit with that for a second. Aren't they she, so smart in the womb? She was covering her eyes the whole time. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And then- she's not complying with that. No, she's like, I'm not having it. Yeah. She's like, I can't even see her. I can't see her heart. I can't see this. I can't see that. She keeps on putting her hands over the face. And me and Joala looked at each other and we said, this girl did not want to be here. I said, I'm listening to this little girl. I said, I don't know what it is. And I, it's not like I have guilt or regret of doing it because it is what it is. I did yeah. do it, but I will never do it again. But you had to have that experience. Yeah. In order to know I am now standing as the queen mm-hmm. in this situation, I this is done. It's yeah. almost like you sometimes have to dip your toe. To truly know, yeah, I'm yeah. saying no to this. Yes, exactly. So then what were you thinking? Were you thinking free birth? Or like, how did you move into wanting a companion? Because I know Needy was was your companion. So how does that, where does that go? Um. So I had a friend um, who I met during COVID. Okay. I was in a nature's emporium. And... I wasn't wearing a mask. I'm against all that. Yeah, like, right. That so you made, you found a like-minded sister. Yeah. She's like, honestly, I was in the, she was cashing me out. And she said, honestly, she's like, can we exchange numbers? She's like, mm-hmm. I love how you're really fighting for this freedom. I said, girl, I am not wearing no mask or letting anyone shut me up during no. this time. It was like the, the hardcore of COVID. Mm-hmm. So we ended up exchanging information. And when I told her I was pregnant, she knew that I wanted a free birth. And she said, I actually, I was, I said, I'm looking for, a companion. Yeah. She's like, Oh, I know this girl. She's awesome. So she sent me information. As soon as I met Nitty, I said, this is it. This Mm -hmm. woman spirit is just, I'm so connected to it. She's so pure. She's so real. Yeah. There's like no, no filter on her. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And she's not being, she's not working for and upholding values of a corrupt system. Exactly. She's serving women. From an authentic place, the mm. wisdom that she holds, you know, and also this power that you hold as a birthing mm. woman. I had, I had a couple of meetings with other women. I, I was like, what am I? I'm not, there's no point. Oh, <laughs> did you interview other doulas or I didn't or after other, I, I do or other uh, companions? No, I, no. I, yeah, no, I had other doulas or, and somebody even suggested a midwife to me. And I'm like, no, you as met with them I and you that, said no, I just, no, I didn't even bother. Cause I yeah. said, this is it. I said, I felt so connected to Nitty. Yeah. Yeah. That, so in, that, that yeah. internal compass. That Yeah. I was that right instinct. there. Yeah. Yeah. And even Joala said, he's like, there's no point of talking to anyone else. Like she's, it's it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you guys, so you found your companion, your, mm-hmm. your daughter's growing and you're having, so, so you had like, quote unquote, I guess it, well, not a text. You did because you just trusted the process. You weren't, you weren't going through routine. They're not even ritual testings. They're just sort of no. boxes. You just trusted, you nourished your body. 
Yes. Ate. You rested when you needed to. You, yeah. you tapped in, you know, to your intuition when you thought maybe there was something that you needed to look into during exactly. the pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, uh, um, I didn't do any tests, but after that, the one test that I told you about, the they ended up calling me at probably 10 o'clock. My doctor, my family doctor ended up calling me at 10 o'clock in the evening and told me that the test came back positive for Down syndrome. And when I did the test, they said, what did she asked me what my race is? And I told her I'm a mixed race, Italian and African-American on the paper. She just put black. I have spoken to many people that in the black community, they try to put this in people's head to press abortions. Obviously there's, they, they do that for population control. Wow. That you are you're you're the third mother I've actually heard this from now. I, I that that they they use this tactic to, to, yeah. to tell them that this is what yeah. Joala was first upset of why is the family doctor calling me at ten o'clock of the night? Because I was bawling. I'm now I'll have this worry on my head. Like I'm not it, it wasn't gonna change my decision of having an abortion. Of course. Yeah. But it's just like you want obviously your baby to be healthy and this and she's like, Well, we don't know and this and that. So yeah, I I said to myself it, it, I, I went through those emotions and feelings and all that. And I said, I'm not doing any more tests. I'm just going to breeze this pregnancy out. I had the easiest pregnancy. And Nid- I told Nitty and uh, Nitty said the same thing. They, they, she's like, there's false negatives. There's this and that. She's like, just step into your power and just believe and trust your body. Did you have dreams? Did did you, did your daughter come to you and and comfort you? You're laughing. I, yes, because I couldn't believe it. The night after that happened, I was crying and going through whatever I was going through. She came into me in my dream and she said, "Don't worry, mommy." She's like, "Daddy gave me his dimples." This little girl has his dimples. I have goosebumps. Oh. And I told him that night. I said. This, this she came to me and said, "Don't worry, Daddy. I gave me his dimples, and I cannot believe it." When I look at her today, and she smiles, and I see her, she looks just like him. I told my sister, and she bawled when I told her that. Oh yeah. Oh, you're both so powerful. My body is still <laughs> radiating goosebumps right now. Wow. I can't even wait to get to this birth story. I'm like on the edge of my seat here, girl. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's, it's, it was crazy. Um, wow, 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 wow. And also, wow to you for opening mm-hmm. up that veil. You didn't shut it. Mm-mm. Such a powerful mother. You're a first-time mother, and you just mm-hmm. stepped in and said, hey. like, hail, yeah. right? <clears throat> the hela, mm-hmm. like, you, you lead the way. Yeah. And that's what it is. You have to trust, like, you have to trust, right? Okay. So my pregnancy just it, it was honestly so easy. And it was it was crazy because people would say like, "Oh, well, that's that's why how the test could be true because I had an easy pregnancy and now my daughter has this issue and that issue and I was like, I'm not talking to anybody about this pregnancy. I'm going to be by myself with myself and Book in myself." Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because everybody has to say something about what your your situation is Mm -hmm. so 
unexpectedly, um, we had our baby shower on February 5th. It was a surprise? Like, you didn't know the shower? Like No, we knew. We planned. Oh. My sister and my mother had planned it. Okay. Um, so, like, the surprise was everything inside it, but I knew that we were having it the day, whatever. So, it wasn't, I still had no belly at this time. It, it was, like, just a little tiny, tiny, if I had a hoodie on, you wouldn't be able to tell I was pregnant. For some reason, Miss Jahela decided to pop out the day of the shower, and I had a belly. I looked like I was pregnant. And this was, and when I got to the shower, and these are people that I see like probably every week because we have a friend's bar that we go to. And because I didn't want to stay in all the time, Joala would go and play pool. I would go with him, sit there, listen to music. And people are like, You're pregnant. What are you like? I said, I'm not drinking. I'm not, why can't I come and enjoy music and chill? Right. So they would see me weekly. Everybody was shocked that I had a belly. I said, I guess she wanted to make an appearance today because <laughs> <laughs> it's her day, right? Love it. <laughs> I said, this little girl is something else. So baby showers, I'm walking around saying hi to everybody. Fine. I'm, I'm feeling fine. Get home. And we didn't even go through the gifts. And I think it was around maybe 9, 10, 11. And then I kind of feel like a in my belly. I'm like, oh, what was that? A little pain. Went to bed. Get up in the morning. Go on the road. Do running around. We go to our friend's um, Caribbean grocery store. And when we go see him, we like hang out with him. And then all of a sudden, I'm feeling all these weird pains. And then Joelle is like, the baby's coming. I said, no, no, she's not. I said, I think it's Braxton Hicks. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, the baby's coming. And When's your grandma's birthday at this point? The 23rd. She's February 23rd? Okay, okay. So the worst February. 8th yeah, it was right like now. so we were expecting. So we were expect expecting end of February, but me and Joala, like we don't believe in the whole due date thing. No, we were saying the first week of March. Okay, going off of like when the conceit the when we were conceived and on the days we okay. were going off of okay, no, she's coming March. So my so- grandmother on my mother's side is born February fourteenth. So my other grandmother, she's born on the 14th of okay. February, and my grandfather is born on March 12th. So we're like, okay, she's going to fall on one of their birthdays. Watch. Okay. And then <clears throat> we were at the our friend's store, and we're just hanging out talking. And he's like, are you okay? He calls me Willie. And that's where Willie's contracting my business came I from. I love he's that. Like, Willie. He's like, Willie, are you okay? I said, yeah, I think I'm just having Braxton Hicks. He's like, are you sure? I said, yeah. Going on the road, running around. Joelle was like, the baby's coming. I said, no. Get home. Relaxing. In and out of these cramps. I think it was around 10 o'clock in the evening. And we're laying in bed. And I'm like now in like really bad, really bad pains. And like, okay, these are contractions now. I said, but it's so early. And I fell asleep. And I woke up in like excruciating pain. And Joelle is like, Willie, the baby's turning. Look at your belly. You actually can see her belly. It's turning now. And I said, no, it can't be. It can't be time. It's too early. So what What was your gestation at that point? Like, what were you, 30? 34 weeks. 34? Wow. Okay. So he's like, the baby's coming. He's like, Mama Mary, my mom. 
He's like, baby's uh-huh. coming tonight. And I'm like, no. So he's like, tell Nitty. And I'm like, no, I don't want to tell Nitty yet. I don't want her to waste her time. Like, I'm thinking a businesswoman. I'm thinking right. in my head, I don't want to waste this woman's time. Making her drive over here. And then she's like, can you stop this? She's like, this is why I'm here for you. That's she's right. like, I'm here to support you. What do you like? Isn't that like, wild as women? We can't step into that. We feel, especially because you run a business too. So you yeah, know those energetic leaks of some people, but you're not. Yeah. Yes. And it was just yeah. me being stubborn, obviously. <laughs> but <laughs> she's like, girl, I'm here to sit with you. I'm here. I'm here yeah. to witness you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're laying in bed and he's like, okay. He's like, let's, and we weren't prepared for anything because it was so early. I was well, luckily ready. you're prepared. You're prepared to sit in your bed and nurse your babe. Exactly. <laughs> so I know it's I, my plan. My plan was to have a water birth. So obviously that yeah, the tub's there, it's ready. <laughs> and Nitty suggested to go in the bath, go in the warm water. And so I did. And I said, okay, this is not happening now. It's just like, it's just a false alarm. And, um, and then we just ended up actually going in full fledged labor. And I said, okay, I, I was riding it out by myself. Well, with Joala, my mother was here and I said, okay. And I was still being stubborn. I wanted my sister here as well. Me and my sister are very close. So, and she lives downtown all the way up in Woodbridge. So I was like, I didn't want to call her either in case it was a false alarm. I ended up calling everybody last minute, probably 20 minutes before the baby was born. Even Nitty? Nitty probably came less than an hour before she was born. Okay. Joala ended up texting Nitty saying, no, come now. She's like, I can't. Sasha needs to tell me when she's ready, which it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And um, I think it clicked to me in my head was when my mucus plug because I wasn't, I, I threw up and yeah. I'm like, oh, I didn't see anything. I was like, I threw up and I said, okay, this is really it now. Oh, you needed that. I, yeah. I said, this is it. Like, I'm really having this baby now. You're we- mirroring something for me, if it's okay to share, because I yeah, did the same thing. I had hired my companion and I had a free birth. I had my son, but my husband kept wanting to be like, we need to text Jen. Like we need them to come. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, it's too early. It's too early. And, oh, I feel I'm getting a little bit emotional even thinking, thanks for mirroring that for me because I didn't want it to be a false, but you know, I didn't want Jen driving all this way, you know, and wasting yeah. her time if, you know, things would stop. But I think that's interesting. Needy was like, I need to hear from Sasha. But Jen, my companion, actually could feel the vibration of my husband and got in the car and drove to us mm-hmm. um, and got here after it had Finn. But but yeah, isn't that so interesting? It's such it's such an intuitive led um, spiritual path for these companions to really feel into, you know, our energies and our and our families because we're exactly. so blown open. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know. But so okay. What I love about Nitty is she just like she makes you step into your power more. Like this is mm. you. You do that. Mm. It's not me. It's you. Did you text her then? I ended up texting her, and then yeah. she said, "Because." I think I was at the point where like I was doing all that grunting and I was like, you know what? This baby's really coming. Mm-hmm. Like, I was ready to push. 
So we, I was in the tub and I was going in and out, walking around and going through the motions and Nitty came. My sister ended up coming. My mom was there. Jawala was there. And sorry. No, yeah. It's a powerful moment. All of a sudden I started crying because I felt my grandmother. She did a passing away. Sorry. Feel it. She did a passing away before she was born. Did she come to you in that moment? Yeah. And all of a sudden, I just started bawling. And I said, I don't know why I'm crying. And I said, Nana. And then Nidhi looked at me and she said, she's with you. And she warned me. She said, sometimes your family comes. and, And that's all I kept on saying was just Nana, Nana, Nana. And I felt her in the room. I felt her with me and I just felt so like sad but relieved and safe so you had all three generations four in that room you had your nana your mom your sister your daughter you yeah it was crazy because before she was about to pass she's in Indiana Fort Wayne Indiana so we were driving my father there but we got got denied at the border because Joala and I don't have vaccines. So we got denied and we didn't get to go see her before she passed. My dad was with her, so I was I was happy for that. But I just felt like she was there because she knew. In that moment for you. So then, sorry about that. Oh After my goodness, that, please be with that. <laughs> oh, I feel like we both, that we, everyone that's listening is taking a breath they feel the power in that nana all of our ancestors visit us those Mm -hmm. moments when we're we're open and undisturbed and held by safe Mm -hmm. by safe women and sisters Mm -hmm. and companions yeah and strong and strong and strong women yeah yeah so it was looking back it was like it was so beautiful to have that and i looked around at nitty and Every, everyone's crying and I'm like, why is everyone crying? <laughs> but and now I see and feel it. So it came time and I said, this baby's coming out clearly. And I was still in the tub and I started pushing and I looked and I felt down and I said, she's coming the wrong way. So I was pushing, pushing, pushing. And I said, she's coming the wrong way. Nidhi's like, no, she's coming the right way. So Miss Jahela Mache Blair wanted to come out butt first. <laughs> and so you're Nidhi- 34 weeks and she's breech. Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. And when Nidhi said that, she's coming out the right, the right way, way. I said to myself, she's right. This is the way she wants, like, our couple of meetings with Nitty, I kept asking her, have you ever done a breech birth? Like, what if, and it's like, I don't know if my spirit knew. Yeah. Or Jahela was telling me, this is the way I'm coming out. But I kept asking her. What was Nitty's response to that intuition of yours? She said that it happens. It's possible. I wasn't worried that I would have to go to the hospital. I had no hospital in my mind at all. I had no 
plan B to go to the hospital. I've spoken to many people saying, well, what if something happens at home? What if this, what if that? Well, said, and breach, thinking. breach is a variation of normal and, and, and companions are generally, well, they are, I know always improving their skills and learning from mm-hmm. other wise doctors and other wise elders who have exactly. experienced breach when those skills sometimes are required. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's that so sister elder bringing those skills. Exactly. Yeah. With, yeah. With their hands in the event that maybe there is some, some assistance needed and some wisdom, wisdom mm-hmm. led. Generally it's mother led. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. But I never had really the worry of, oh, what if something happened and I have to go to the hospital? I said to myself, that's the thing. I'm not going to the hospital no matter what. Mm. You're going to, you're going to let things present, yes, you know, and then, and then it. make that decision if, if there really feels like, oh, there might be a need, but that's not your, for, that was not your first go-to no, to be I saved. Nitty, yeah. I told Nitty, if, if anybody hears me saying, I want to go to the hospital, just tell, tell me I'm joking. Cause it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> like in the moment, the threshold, like, yeah, yeah, you know, like when I you're know. walking the bridge of, of the labor. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Like, you know how some people are like, oh, I can't do this. Take me to the hospital. I said, if I ever comes out of my mouth, just ignore me. <laughs> I don't, I couldn't see that from, I couldn't see that. No. And I didn't, it didn't no, tell anyone. Yeah. You were just in it. Yeah. You and Jahila were it was, in uh, it. We had the, it was nice. Joala had the Naya Bingi drums playing and it was just mm. so peaceful. It mm. was so peaceful. So when Nidhi said to me, no, she's coming out the right way. Um, what a beautiful response. Yeah. Wow. Talk about being embodied in that moment. You know, being like, yeah, this she's coming out the right way. Yeah, like you feel so, like you feel strong, you feel powerful. Yeah. And then you have the most trust in your body and the baby. Yes, because you don't have someone meddling saying, oh my gosh, my, 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 I need to get you on your back and we need to manage this, you know, and and them being disembodied, which I have seen happen with regulated midwives and OBGYNs. They're just so disembodied from what's presenting. You Mm -hmm. were able to just stay centered with Jahila and move through that. Yeah. And that's the thing. My mom told me when she had me and my sister, she said, I don't know if it was me or my sister, but she said they would tell her when to push. They would literally pull her head up into her stomach and she couldn't even <laughs> breathe. Like, I said, this is crazy. Can't... I know. That, you, and she's you, still you, mothered, probably the most fierce, beautiful mother. They come to you, you know. But what tra- What a traumatic way to start mothering. And that's all she could remember is I couldn't breathe because they were pulling my head up into oh my, my belly gosh. to push. And I said that another reason why I wouldn't go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I was leaning back in the tub and that's the only time really Nitty said, you're going to have to get up because mm. he was coming out. She wasn't coming. She was coming out, but first, so I had to get on my knees. Okay. So I am. Um, Holding Joala's on the outside, like he's on the outside of the tub. Nitty ends up coming around. And that was the first time they're like, okay, now you got to push because her legs are hanging out and just her head is in. Mm-hmm. So obviously she needs, and the umbilical cord is out. So she needs to come out now. I'm like, I don't feel like I need to push. Hmm. Nitty said, whenever you're ready, you got this. Yeah. And watching the video back, I said to myself, we got this baby. I said it to Jahela. She came out, I probably 
was pushing for four minutes. That's how fast she came up. She was so tiny. She was three pounds, this wow. little, little thing. I said, she's so little. We had our moments at home and Nitty ended up suggesting that we bring her in because she was just way too small. Okay. So we did a, a cord burning ceremony, which it was so nice. It was peaceful. It was just amazing to just be with my family. Mm. We ended up bringing her in to sick kids. What did your instincts say? Did you feel aligned with that suggestion from Nitty, like your companion yeah, in that? Yeah, you, it felt like. Question. Right. I didn't question her. I felt aligned with her, what she said. Mm-hmm. She reassured me that I did everything right. Like she was just, she's just on my side, supporting me. Cause then this is like, oh my gosh, this is another stress on my head. Right. Cause that's what I did not want. I did not want to go to the hospital. And right. look at me. That's all I said. I'm not going to the hospital. I'm not going to the hospital. Now I have to bring her to the hospital. Okay. So she suggested sick kids. Right. Yeah. I'm glad we went there. Yeah. And not the regular hospital. They're just more equipped at sick kids to meet you where you're at. It feels exactly. like. Yeah. They're not really, they see a lot of heartache. I think their egos are sometimes much mm-hmm. more in check than just some of those regular factory male hospitals. Yes. 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 So we went to sick kids and her blood sugar was low. And they said, obviously, she's very small. But the first thing they said, well, why didn't you have the baby at the hospital? So I just said, she came too fast. Hmm. She came too fast. We had her at home. This is not what we're here about. And I said, all I want to make sure, do not give her any vaccines. Anything you do, you have to talk to us first. Yeah. I didn't leave that baby side. Oh, good. You were beside her the whole time. The whole time. They ended up admitting us. We ended up needing to be in an incubator. Okay. They said that she had swelling in her brain and her blood sugar, so they had to they had to balance her out and give her what she needed. So we probably spent 10 days at Sick Kids. Okay. It was the most stressful time of my life. Not being able to hold your baby after you give birth to them, it's like... That's heart-wrenching. As much as Sick Kids was good, they still try to push things on you that you already say that you don't want. Yeah. I told them that we didn't want the vitamin K shot. Mm-hmm. Um, One day I was pumping and I go back and Joala's almost cussing the nurse. He's like, why do I see vitamin K on this screen here for her? Thank God this nosy man is looking on the screen seeing what's coming up next. They were ready to give her the vitamin K shot. For what reason? That's what he said. Why are you why is this on her chart? She goes, Well, she was just born. She needs it. He goes, for what? She goes, Oh, because maybe she she'll get cut when she's five years old. <laughs> she will have enough resources in her body to work exactly. that through. He said that she has she has no sign of blood clogging or bleeding right now. No. She does not need this. So that's when I feel like the doctors and everybody's 
ears went up or antennas went up because okay they said okay these people have no hesitation to say what stand up for what they want yeah we ended up having children's child services come to us therapists this and that they kept on saying where's the placenta where's the placenta I had probably three people, four doctors ask where the placenta is. I said, we rushed to the hospital. Obviously, I'm just saying this. Like, we rushed to the hospital. We don't know. I don't know where my mother or sister put it. At the end of the day, it's a business for them, right? All they wanted was her placenta. But, oh, we want to see it to test it to see why she's so small. We need to know why she's so small. Because she's even The mighty queen who's come to the world to test oh wow mm-hmm. and and so the brain you know to go back to the brain they thought there was a bit of inflammation yeah they said her brain was that she had swelling in her brain and they started saying how well, well we don't know how she's going to develop um but isn't be- that very common too after just being born exactly like and that's a pretty <clears throat> right <clears throat> right I mean, so, yeah, it just feels like feels like things are regulating through her body. But exactly. you just wanted to ensure because she was three pounds and your first that things were, you know, more on the up and up. Yeah. Know? And she did. She did need to be in the incubator. Yeah. And I guess that's what I feel like hospitals are for, for the diagnose diagnostics and and incubators. And sometimes that peace of mind, right? Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. I actually, there's a woman, I mean, there's so many women on Instagram. This one woman, she has all of her babies around 34, 35 weeks. She has three children now. They've all been born at 35 weeks. Yeah. And they, the last two were breech and um, born around and four, three or four pounds. Her last one, they did stay home. The first one, they did go to the NICU. Um, mm-hmm. with that baby but it's so interesting to see you know that that, that they had chosen to be breech and that they were similar sizes too yeah. their last one they did stay home I think it was a boy but they had that experience of kind of going in and you know what um, to do after that kind of yeah you know in this case yeah they felt very comfortable navigating their four pound baby just mm-hmm. sort of staying at, in bed and nursing around the clock and just tending to what that felt like they felt yeah they felt good about it but they had to have that experience you know, know. Yeah. initially yeah 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 because this is all new to me right of like course that. of course and she's earthside now like you know there's her her spirit in your womb and growing and you're but you know when they come earthside there is a different element that now their their soul is present you know mm-hmm. they're here and you you're just kind of walking that journey, but, but still their advocate, like you you both were just, so you advocated, you were there for 10 days and then did you, did you come home and just stay in bed and just keep her on you and just, yeah. 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 As soon as I was able, even like the time they're like, Oh, you can only take her out of an incubator this amount of time. And I would hold her as much as I could. Yeah. And uh, one thing, one of the a child services or whoever was. Oh my goodness. So does the hospital <laughs> called child services on you or this was, was this more racial yeah. profiling? Did no. you feel like, Th- you know what? That's what I was, I was trying to figure out Yeah, because 
one thing they kept on questioning is how did you know how to burn the cord? Well, it's and an ancient I, ritual. I mean, what that's what we've been hear? doing since we've, we've got here. Uh, exactly. And then Joala looks at him. He's like, he has a very thick Jamaican accent. <laughs> and he goes, I was born in Jamaica. He's like, do you think that we can call an ambulance and the ambulance will be here? He's like, we have to know life skills and what to do. Mm-hmm. All of his, him and his siblings were born at home. There's 10 of them. Life skills. Life, Life skills. The man looked at Joala and he's like, that's true. Mm-hmm. Didn't question about that cord burning after that. <laughs> So we ended up getting transferred to Humber River. They said oh, okay. she's not, they said she's not sick enough for here uh, for sick kids. So they transferred us to Humber River, where she still needed some time in the incubator, and they wanted to make sure that she could eat, feed well, and and be released. So then okay. we ended up taking her home, and she hasn't just... left since. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is a tough, little, determined little girl. Yeah, she's and she's walking. She was walking at nine months. Because her and my Finn are like only a month apart. My little Finn, he's not, he's not walking. I when I met her, she's just looking at me like, yeah, what's going yeah. down? <laughs> she's she was walking at nine months. She's tough. What a. But it just goes to show, like from the beginning till now, like it's. I'm not surprised. Those milestones don't mean anything, eh? No, like you and know, you know how pe- they kept on. They kept on questioning that. Oh, she's not going to be able to do this. And Joala's is like, let's go to these appointments just to see what they're going to say. He's like, let's go for the fun of it. <laughs> did you? Did we you? went? We went really? to River and they are floored. They're like, I can't believe she's doing this. I can't believe she's doing that. Oh my goodness, she's fierce. She's walking. She. Oh my gosh. Full yeah. had a beautiful hair. Yeah, she's a tough one. Yeah. But like she's already given me so many lessons and just like mm. it, I always before I became a mother, people would say, you know, your children teach you a lot. They really do. And bef- she gave me lessons before she even came Earthside. What was the biggest one, do you think? What's one that stands out for you? Believe and trust yourself, your baby, your companion. The people who are there to support you are right beside you. Are the most important people beside me. Mm-hmm. My mother, my sister, Joala, number one. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's all you need is love and good people around you. And no matter how, what roadblock, what thing is, anything you want, people call it the devil, people call it this or whatever thrown at you, you'll get through it. As long as you believe and trust yourself and you have that power, you hold it. Right? So strong, Sasha. And mm-hmm. she doesn't have Down syndrome. <laughs> no, she's, no. Mm. She's developing fine. 
So do you think in your mind, do you categorize her as premature or do you just categorize her as the queen like she is? Where do you fall on that scale? I kind of do categorize her as premature because she's so tiny. Like she she's looks so, so tiny. She looks like almost the same size as Finn. My, my, yeah. Yeah, my, yeah, Finn was seven pounds, but yeah, they're almost the same size looks like. Yeah. Like this girl's still wearing the other day. I put on a clothes on her. I'm like, Oh gosh, this is three months clothing. <laughs> yeah. But every brand is different. I know. Yeah, Finn's but still he's, wears, he's ranging like, and right now she's like six to nine months. Yeah. 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 And everyone but, looks at her like we were in Jamaica. We just came back from Jamaica last month. And everyone's like this little thing because she's walking, she's running around the roads of Jamaica, and she's like, she looks so funny because she's a little shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> and she was hiding right in your belly because she was so small too. That's why. And I said, this is why I didn't have a belly. Everybody wants to say, oh, you didn't have a belly. Yeah, now you see why because she was three pounds. Isn't that so interesting? But your placenta, so walk us through the examination of your placenta because I'm sure it was glorious and so healthy. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. It was so small, but it was so beautiful. It was so small. (laughs) But you know what? Isn't that a chakra? So that would be aligned Mm -hmm. with her chakra Mm -hmm. of just who she is. Yeah. She was born on a full moon. Mm -hmm. She's, uh, and uh, she just surprises me all the time. Yeah. I think she's going to just keep surprising you. I want to have you back on like on her like 16th birthday (laughs) (laughs) and give us all the amazing things that she's. Right. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. What a beautiful. I'm grateful for all the people around me. Nitty, like she's just, even up until now, a year later, she still is amazing. She checks up on me. Just companion. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing to have the right people around you. And also you stepped into your power. You stepped into your power and you listened to yourself and you weren't going to veer from that. And you know what, Itty, and you know what's so interesting when we say we are not at adi- We're adamantly not doing something. Your daughter was like, okay, mom, well, you might not be going to the hospital, but we might be. And then you're <laughs> going to, you know, still use the skills you have in that place to then Mm -hmm. move us to our next, our next place. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's, it's a walk. It's a, it's a path of humbleness and also, and power, you know? Yeah. Cause it it just shows you where it shows you your strength Mm, and really what you need to stand up for and, and just stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. And don't let people or fear, put that down because that's what it is people think that okay these doctors or these this person has authority no you have authority over your own body just because they're a doctor or they're in the hospital no it's your body it's your decisions your life make make that for yourself well jahila has taught us that that you can be born at 34 weeks with a healthy pregnant mother come breach and be born and breathe, you know, mm-hmm. take her first breath, deliver placenta, let your your uterus contracted. I'm sure you bled what you needed to, you removed that placenta and then you moved, you know, you mm-hmm. moved ahead. But she she just proved all of that. Mm-hmm. How and divinely it, and, and it wasn't even like it was like a a rush or a 
mm-hmm. or a, an emergency. We actually right. took a nap. We took a nap before we mm-hmm. went to the hospital. Absolutely. We said, you know what? Let's. I breastfed her. It was just, it's not a rush. It's not an emergency. This is life. This is life. That's right. We might, we're maybe curious around, you know, maybe just how things are for her. Of, of course, as first-time mm-hmm. parents. And, you know, she's three pounds. Of course, those those are normal things to want to be to be to investigate a little bit yes absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. what a powerful story sasha thank you oh, thank thanks you. for sharing and and also bringing your nana into <laughs> this wow i i see i already see her in jahela you too he was a tough very outspoken woman like she will tell you the way it is oh i already see that jahela she wants something she will tell you and she wants it we're so lucky to have her on the earth thank you and in this time thank you so much for sharing this story Thank and for, for being the me. powerful woman that you are and mother. Thank you. I can't. Oh, what a powerful Dehela was she. Yeah, I can see the mother line. Just what a very rich mother line you carry. Mm-hmm. And woman line. So mm-hmm. I have so much gratitude for you sharing. Is there anything else in your heart you feel you know, especially women that are considering companionship or just anything on your heart you feel would be worth sharing before we kind of. You know what? I just, I feel like women as a, in a whole need to do more research mm. and bring us back to where we came from. Mm. And research meaning where, like rooted in your ancestry, rooted in in your power. Like, yeah, tell me more. Both. Yes. Go back to where we came from. Because I had, when people heard that I wanted a home birth, well, well, what if something happens? Or what if, you know what, I'm not going to, I would rather go to the hospital than the regret of something happening at home. People, oh, well, you can't do that. You know how much pain it is and this. And and I said, how were mothers having babies back in the day? I'm sure mm-hmm. some were having them in the bush. Absolutely. Well, you're, so you're Italian. You're, your Nana, how many children did she have? My, my, no, my grandmother that passed, that's mm-hmm. the African-American one on my dad's side. Okay. There's six of them. Wow. My mom's, my mom's mom, there's only two of them. Okay. And she's still alive, but she's out in BC. Okay. But, we do. And I said, like, you have to just get that power of what, where we came from. What are your roots? Go yeah, to the go. roots, go to how we we're brought, how we're Our supposed ancestors. to be. Our ancestors. Absolutely. We're stronger than we think sometimes. Sometimes a lot of women think they can't do it, but we can do it. This is what we're here for. This is what we're made for. This is what our bodies are for. We have a womb. We're women. Thank you for that reminder, Sasha. And for embodying it. Mm-hmm. Truly. Such a gift. And happy first birthday. 
Good job, Hela. Mm, what a queen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, so much for being here and listening to this divinely powerful. Oh, wow. I'm sure you all had goosebumps like I did listening this whole time. This is such, this is the most beautiful series, and I hope that you're loving it. And I can't wait to bring you more beautiful birth stories with companions coming up on the Noble Mother podcast. Thank you, Sasha, for being here. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.